Welcome to another week of We Tackle Life podcast. I'm Bruce Hooley. Glad to have you along. We have football to talk about. Yes! Bengals and Browns in the preseason and the Buckeyes. A couple more days closer to their season opener against Minnesota. And Quinn Ewers is on campus. And we'll dive into all of it after a shout-out to our friends at Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. They are awesome. Their coffee is awesome. You will love it. You will get 15% off when you use the promo code WETACKLELIFE in all caps. So I hope you'll do that. Continue to order from Hemisphere. You'll do great things in tandem with their ministry around the world, Indonesia, Thailand, Nicaragua. Great coffee picked each bean by hand, roasted in their awesome facility in Mechanicsburg, Ohio, and then sent to you. Free shipping, orders over $30, and you can get it in K-Cups. You can get it light, medium, and dark roast. You can get it whole bean if you like it that way, but you will love Hemisphere Coffee Roasters Coffee. And they are great people. Their motto is good coffee doing good. I would say it's great coffee doing great things around the world. All right, let's start with uh, the Quinn Ewers arrival on the Ohio State campus. Ryan Day said that this would be the week that he would know who his quarterback is. He said he would probably know by now, but he wouldn't announce it until maybe the end of the coming week. Quinn Ewers is not going to be the starting quarterback. I don't know how they're going to work this with... Reps for Quinn Ewers. Redshirting him would be silly. He has no interest in redshirting. It'd be silly to redshirt him. They're going to have to figure out uh, which guy do they not mind leaving. And it's going to be one of the three who's there now because they're not going to let go of Ewers. I'm guessing they're going to keep Stroud and Kyle McCord and Quinn Ewers. Try to hang on to all three of them. I don't think that's realistic. Jack Miller... He's from Arizona. Stroud's from California. Stroud seems closer to a starting spot. Whoever plays this year is going to put up big numbers. And that's going to be the guy that will stick for sure. Then how patient is Kyle McCord? What kind of vibe does he get? Viewing how they respond to Quinn Ewers. What kind of vibe does Ewers get watching McCord? Maybe he thinks, wow, I can't get ahead of this guy. He's got... A year, no, not a year, but eight months in the system, learning the system, I can't get ahead of him. I'm going to get out of here. So I have said all along, the number of these guys that will complete their college eligibility at Ohio State, and I'm not talking about four years or five years. I'm talking about play only for Ohio State during their college career is one. I think if you were going to set the over-under on that, you'd set it at one and a half. Because if two do it, it'll surprise me. And if one does it, that makes sense. Uh, But more than one doesn't make sense. So we stand by. Quinn Ewers is going to make money. He's already got a stake in a kombucha company. Uh, I would imagine he'll get more stuff this week. Somebody's going to come through with a car, I'm sure. I'm kind of surprised not everybody on the team has a car already because there's a feeding frenzy to align with guys, and there they go. Now, the real key to this team, I think on the offensive side of the ball, is going to be running back. Is Master Teague or Mayan Williams or Travion Henderson going to give them a running back who can convert third and two, Uh, a running back who can break big runs? I don't know how you're going to defend this team passing the ball. So maybe they won't have to break big runs. But I think it's always better to have a balanced offense than to have a throw-first offense. And I would think with their offensive line, 
it's a little bit at running back like it is at quarterback. It's like whoever gets the reps is going to do pretty well. So we'll see. On the defensive side, I think the back seven, talented, sure. Is there any area of the defense where you're absolutely positively sure they're going to be really, really good? Linebacker, they lost a lot. They lost Pete Werner, they lost Tuff Borland, and they lost Baron Browning. Now, you can say all you want to about, well, those guys didn't exactly set the world on fire. Pete Werner, we came to realize, shout out to Spielman, because he was the man who said right on right away that Pete Werner was a good player. Pete Werner was a good player. Baron Browning was never as good as his recruiting ranking, but he was okay. And Tuff Borland had limitations, but he was a good tackler and, you know, a, a good kid. Uh, they have a lot of guys, but proven guys, no. Secondary-wise. Again, a lot of guys, a lot of recruiting rankings, proven, no. Pass rush, even. I mean, I think Jack Sawyer looked pretty good in the spring game. Uh, all the rage is that JT Tuomilau is going to be really good. Zach Harrison, third year in a system, probably going to be pretty good. They won't have Tyler Friday for a long time, maybe for all season. So you're going to have to score a bunch of points to beat Ohio State, but that defense, mm, they gave up a lot of points. Against Alabama, is there anybody in the Big Ten that can score that many points against them? I don't think so. But you never know. You have a day where you fumble the ball, throw it away, somebody gets hurt. Weird things can happen. I still think their best chance to lose a game is Oregon in Week 2. I think they'll run the table in the Big Ten. Uh, they will definitely be in the college football playoff. And then they'll finally play a team that has as much talent as they do, which is the exact same situation as they have been in the last two years. They have not seen a team as talented as they are, until they get into the playoff. And then it's like, okay, now we can get serious, and now we can play. Um, let's transition into NFL preseason for a moment, please. First, shout out to auinfo.com. Great people. If you're a business person and you call the shots, whether you have you and one other person in a two-person small business, you and a small staff, up to 50, auiinfo.com can do some great things for you by sparing you the time that you would spend researching things that they already know the answers to. Trust me, when it comes to benefits, auiinfo.com knows all the companies, all the copays, all the hospitals, all the plans, and they can answer those questions quickly, as quickly as you can type them into a chat at auiinfo.com. Your individual health insurance. You got issues with healthcare.gov. You want to know about what you're paying, what you would get if you paid, you know, all the different plan options, auiinfo.com can help you with that. Small business and you think, ah, man, I can't get a good rate from anybody. You can get in on a Chamber of Commerce plan, pool your buying power with other businesses like you, and you don't even have to join the chamber in the area where that chamber plan is. These are all the nuances that auiinfo.com knows that you may not know, so take advantage of it and check them out on the web, auiinfo.com. I watched most of the first half of the Browns against the Jaguars, and I had forgotten one thing. <laughs> Preseason NFL football announcing is like the most optimistic announcing in the history of sports. Okay, I get it. It's the Browns preseason game. We got about three series into the game before the Browns' pre
preseason TV team, and I'm, I apologize, I don't know the play-by-play guy, but Joe Thomas is the color guy. And Joe Thomas is pretty good, which doesn't surprise me a bit. Joe Thomas, smart guy, eloquent guy. He should be the Browns preseason TV guy. But the play-by-play guy, why they ever got away from Jay Crawford, I'll never know. Uh, the play-by-play guy was not bad. You gotta, can you at least mention that the coach of the other team is Urban Meyer? Like, I know it's all Browns all the time, right? You're gonna make like sixth round pick, uh, Demetric Felton is the Tom Brady of running backs, even though he was the eighth pick the Browns got in the draft. <laughs> but you're looking for storylines when Baker Mayfield doesn't play, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, starting offensive line, David Njoku, all those guys don't play. I get you're looking for storylines, but. Lighten up on the Demetric Felton as, like, the greatest sixth-round pick since Tom Brady, okay? Yes, I know he had 44 yards of catches, and one was a 25-yarder, and I get it. Maybe he'll be, like, another Ice Cube McNeil, but could we just, like, could we... How about this? How about some honesty during preseason football announcing? And could we please, like, show Urban Meyer on the other sideline? Like, talk a little bit about Urban Meyer? Like, I don't know. I don't think Browns fans would mutiny if they had to swallow a little bit of information about Urban Meyer. Maybe they would. But um, I suffered through it. Case Keenum, good backup quarterback. Browns are lucky to have him. He'd do fine if Baker got hurt for a couple of weeks. Uh, Of course, Donovan Peoples-Jones looked good. He's been one of the stars of the preseason. He got a lot of reps. He looks good. Um, Otherwise, can't tell too much. Okay, Second week. I assume we'll see some starters, and then we'll see something out there. But again, a DPJ, you don't need Odell Beckham if you've got DPJ. I'm not saying DPJ's is good. I'm saying you don't need him because Rashard Higgins is going to get open, and Austin Hooper's going to get open, and Njoku's going to get open, and Landry's going to get open, and Nick Chubb's going to get open, and oh, the great uh, Demetric Felton's going to get open too. So Odell Beckham, if you can trade him and get a high pick for him, do it. Less drama, the better. Browns have led the league in drama for 15 years. Let's be last in drama, first in the AFC North. Although, maybe we'll have a battle on our hands with the Cincinnati Bengals. They look much better. They beat Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay did play Tom Brady and Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette and some of their guys just for one series. But, you know, that's the Bengals need to win some games. I'm a big believer that winning helps. Of course, Joe Burrow wasn't out there. I get it. Uh, nice to get Jamar Chase his first catch. Bengals defense looks vastly improved. I know it's preseason, but hey, every little bit helps. And unfortunately, it appears that uh, Joseph Asai, who put a nice pass rush on the Bucks for the Bengals, Joseph Asai, the Bengals may have a broken wrist from that game. Weird seeing Gio Bernard in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform. I will say that for you. Uh, as for Trevor Lawrence, quarterbacking the Jacksonville Jaguars, he looked... Too slow getting rid of the ball at first, but then he learned. He made a couple nice throws. Trevor Lawrence will be a nice player. A nice, mm, what do I say? I, I don't know that he's. Um, I don't know that he's going to be lights out from the very beginning, but he'll learn it. He can make every throw, and they got to keep him healthy. They do have decent wide receivers, uh, and Travis Etienne did not have much success against the Browns, but Travis Etienne, Urban likes him because he picked him in the second round. Uh, Elsewhere in the NFL, there is drama involving former Buckeye Michael Jenkins. 
The Saints, who've paid Michael Jenkins a ton of money, and every dollar of it he has earned, with phenomenal performances throughout his NFL career, Michael Jenkins and the Saints are feuding. And there are reports out there that the Saints may trade Michael Jenkins. Hmm. You better get some good players back because that dude is money on third down and every other down. And I know he's been hurt, and I know he shut you out for two months, and he didn't return your calls. But Michael Jenkins is a big-time player, and I would be real careful before I would trade Michael Jenkins. All right, what else do we have on the sports side? Uh, U.S. Amateur today, kid from Ohio, uh, Greaser, had a three-up lead with nine to go. And he lost like four or five holes in a row and lost. That's a tough one. He lost it to a kid from Michigan State, so I'm sure he hated that. Uh, Kevin Kisner wins a six-man playoff, a six-man playoff for the Wyndham. And we have high school football this week. Yeah, baby, high school football. Make sure you are reading PressProsMagazine.com. It's a free site. We don't charge you. Uh, Press Pros, like short for professional, Press Professionals, only it's Press Pros, P-R-E-S-S-P-R-O-S, magazine.com. We're all over Western Ohio High School football and Central Ohio High School football. So if you're a fan of the OCC, I think the games we're covering this week are Olentangy Orange at Hilliard Darby and Reynoldsburg at Upper Arlington. So keep your eye on PressProsMagazine.com. We'll be covering the Columbus Catholic League. I'm sure we'll get out to Hartley, DeSales, Watterson, and uh, lots of good coverage of all high school sports, Ohio State sports, University of Dayton sports for you UD alums. Shout out to you, Mike Lang, my buddy Mike Lang, who's a UD grad. Check out PressProsMagazine.com, Mike. You'll find everything you want on your UD Flyer football team covered by the great Hal McCoy, baseball Hall of Famer Hal McCoy. Okay, Um, with that, let me mention my friends at Willis Spangler Starling, uh, W-I-L-L-I-S attorneys, willisattorneys.com. They'll do a great job representing you in any kind of action that you have. And they are growing as a firm, but they're not growing too big to understand that a legal action is the biggest thing you have going in your life and that you want somebody who applies a personal interest and a personal touch. I can tell you from my personal experience, that is exactly what they do at Willis Spangler Starling. They are wonderful. And they talk to you frankly, honestly, openly, clearly. You'll not be overwhelmed with legalese. You'll get great representation from them. Employment law, Social Security disability, personal injury, wills, estate planning, probate, you name it. They can do it. And they're growing and expanding their field of expertise and influence all the time. Truman Boulevard in Hilliard, just north of Mill Run. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the We Tackle Life podcast, willisattorneys.com. That's willisattorneys.com. Okay. It's going to uh, now be time for the faith portion of the podcast. And uh, if it seems like this podcast is on a bit of an accelerated timetable, that is because it is. And the reason why it is, is because this is going to be a very busy week. And the reason this is going to be a very busy week is because uh, I will be uh, dad and Mr. Mom this week. Um, And I have to tell you that um, for those of you who stick around for the faith portion of the podcast, I try to be pretty open with my life and... um, Somewhat less, but still open with my family's life. My um, children and my wife deserve uh, privacy that I 
feel I don't necessarily deserve as a as a media person in central Ohio. But this uh, involves my wife and one of my children. <laughs> I almost said one of my wives. My wife and one of my children. Uh, both of whom have been struggling with a an undiagnosed assortment of very challenging health issues for a while. And in the last four days, we feel strongly that through other good people, we have a handle on what the source of these health issues might be. And so um, we are looking into a treatment and assessment of these issues, and uh, that will require some consultations outside Columbus for a little while to, uh, this week. Um, so I bring that up because I want to tell you two things. Number one, I would really appreciate, I would really appreciate if you would pray for my wife and one of my daughters. I'm not going to tell you which one because, again, they deserve their privacy. But um, my wife has been struggling for a while, uh, silently. Um, she has, she had resolved that this was going to be something she was going to have to live with, and uh, was. Uh, had come to somewhat of a peace with that, but it still did not make living her life very easy. And now we have a hope that we did not have before, thanks to a very wonderful man who I have known for a while. And through God leading me to him on a topic of conversation that I did not know he was conversant in, and it turns out that he has had much the same health struggle that uh, involves these two members of my family. So I will be very honest with you. We are very hopeful that this could be a transformative moment in our family's life. And um, when your wife hurts and when one of your kids hurts, and you can't do anything about it, um, I have a better understanding over the last year or so of um, what Chris and his family went through with Stephanie for so long. So I would just really ask you to pray for my wife and my daughter. And there are a lot of aspects of this that are... Um, things I could worry about. And um, some of them were weighing on my mind today as I drove out of my driveway uh, to head to church, and we were going to share this concern with some of our uh, closest friends at church and ask for their prayerful support. And as I drove out my driveway, I flipped on my radio, and on the radio was a song, which I'm sure many of you who are uh, prone to listen to Christian radio occasionally, we'll be familiar with. The song is by Zach Williams and Dolly Parton, 
and the song is There Was Jesus. And the uh, lyrics of the song are basically that in the healing and in the hurting and in the um, waiting and the hoping, always there's Jesus. He's always there. And I just cranked that song, and I just listened to the words of that song and how beautiful Dolly Parton harmonizes on that song. And it just gave me a confirmation, an additional confirmation that God has had his hand on this process over the last few weeks. And I would love nothing more than to sit here in a week's time and tell you that this amazing miracle happened, and I don't discount that possibility. But I also understand that sometimes we don't get everything we want in this life in the healing realm because God has a purpose. There's a song by Laura Story called uh, Blessings. And the thrust of that song is that um, while we pray for healing and we pray for good things, what if not getting those things is the purpose of of God not answering that prayer the way we want it because it keeps us connected to him. Candidly, I don't want that to be the answer here. I want my wife and my daughter to feel better. And um, I don't have any control over this at all, as you well know. And I just um, believe strongly that every person who prays can make a di- help us make a difference. And I have no doubt, we have no doubt in our family that God loves us. We have no doubt in our family that there's nothing that we lack that indicates that we are not cherished by him, treasured by him, important to him. Whatever happens here, um, I mean, I was going to say it won't change how we feel. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's kind of not true, because if everything would go blissfully, we'd be elated. And if everything doesn't go blissfully, we'll be disappointed. But we will not change that we understand that God is in control in our life, and that We know that uh, we're here for his glory, and how we demonstrate that, how we add to his glory, is um, available to us all the time by staying connected to him. Sometimes as we joyfully praise some amazing turn of events in our life, and sometimes by clinging... (laughs) to him tightly because there's no other way to get through the day. So that's what I have for you today, that uh, we're praying, we're hoping. And in all that, Jesus is there. Pull that song up on YouTube and listen to it. There was Jesus.
Zach Williams, Dolly Parton. I think I'll do that as I bid you adieu on this Monday edition of the We Tackle Life podcast. Um, Hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you again on Wednesday.